0: Pappenhausen, he's going to play this weekend, he might not score four tries, but he is back for the Sunshine Coast Falcons, some good news, and fingers crossed for Pappenhausen, Storm fans and everyone else who has a vested interest of some sort in Ryan Pappenhausen that he gets through that game unscathed, Supercoast 365 podcast, round 23, we're going to chat the NRL, not so much Queensland Cup, but let's kick it off on a good news item tonight. Ryan Pappenhausen back for the Falcons. Take note. Ryan Selvich here with you. Round 23, as we say, the first week of Supercoach finals coming at you, so be prepared for that. We're going to talk all of the team news ahead of the weekend's matches very, very soon. No Tommy Hudson tonight, so just going to push on as we do. Uh, Tommy quite busy in the last couple of weeks, but he does hope to be back in the weeks to come before we do round out for the rest of the season. So, Uh, Until then, we will push on, and I'm going to start with uh, my score from round 22. Jeez, there were some different scores last week. Some, much like myself in the 1100s, uh, 1152 for me last week. Not a good score. Uh, Pulled the trigger pretty early on the trail, Mitchell as a captaincy option. So it didn't turn out all too bad. In fact, it was looking quite good, uh, at least on par with Nathan Cleary for a large part of that Sharks versus Panthers game last week. Um, but Cleary too good in the end and overcame. And I think he posted a 120-odd in the end after recounts. Or thereabouts, anyway. Uh, big scores also to Kalen Ponga. So uh, those with the vice-captaincy on Ponga last week probably found a way to loop Alex Johnston the same. Uh, for me, though, the rank now 3,115. Um, so I dropped there of about 1,000 ranks last week, which was disappointing. And that sees me go down to about the top 2%. Uh, but we, we we will push on. Plenty of news around the NRL this week, as well leading into round 23, which is going to impact a lot of coaches, not least myself. Valentine Holmes, he's at the judiciary tonight. Uh, we will wait to see what happens there with Valentine Holmes, but uh, facing up to four weeks out uh, for a shoulder charge on Jaden Campbell, at least shoulder contact to the head. So uh, that will play a role in uh, many a person's teams this weekend. Um, Jack DeBellin as well. Thankfully for me, uh, I won't be needing to shuffle around Jack DeBellin. I'm not an owner at this point and haven't. I did consider him um, at the same week I went to Tohu Harris. So um, I've dodged a bullet there. But again, a couple of forced changes there. Will Kennedy injured for up to a month as well. So a couple of uh, big news items to kick us off tonight. And if we do get any news down the line before uh, the end of the podcast tonight, we will bring those to you as soon as they happen. Okay, uh, let's kick this off though. Actually, before we do, a big thank you and a shout-out to our proud partners who bring us the podcast again this year. Uh, We cannot forget. We may as well uh, throw them out. Uh, Doing good things, as always, topsport.com.au. You can get the app. You see it here on your screens if you are watching us on the YouTube. The best odds in rugby league, bar none. Uh, Remember, though, if you are having uh, any uh, rough time of it on the punt, you can uh, check out uh, gamblinghelponline.org.au. Uh, all of the resources that you do need there. Let's get this underway, though. Round 23 uh, kicks us off on Thursday night. The Sydney Roosters playing at the Sydney Cricket Ground for what we think will be their last game at the venue uh, before they do go back across the road to Allianz Stadium. Of course, the Women's World Cup in action uh, is why they're playing uh, at the SCG for now. $1.62 the Roosters, $2.30. Uh, The Sea Eagles, who themselves are coming off a narrow win over the Dragons last weekend. Uh, Some quick team news here for the Roosters. Uh, Egan Butcher is out due to a head injury. So that sees uh, Siwa Wong, uh, Josh Wong, start uh, his fourth game. And Drew Hutchinson on the bench. Jake Turpin dropped to the reserves. For the sea Eagles, uh Christian Tuipolotu is out with that knee injury, of course, suffered in that Jack de and tackle that sees Ben Trevojevic return. Uh, but in the place of Tupolotu, uh Ray Vajanga on the wing, Sean Kepi has been dropped from the squad. Um, probably not too much to talk through Supercoach Wise here. Daily Cherry Evans, is he a pod option at halfback? Uh, that was a question we had thrown up before the game against the Dragons last week. Um, I, th- I think he had a decent game, DCE didn't quite hit the lofty heights that those who traded him in would have been hoping for. Next up, the Top Sport Titans. Uh, They take on the Warriors at SeaBus Super Stadium. This is a 6pm game on the Gold Coast. The Titans, $3.20 outsiders. TopSport.com.au, the Warriors, $1.35. Firm, firm favourites here. Uh, for the Warriors, let's start with the favourites. Murata Niakore has been cleared to play. Uh Jastavanga nearing a return, but he's not quite there. He's only played the six games this year, so he will be a welcome inclusion uh, come the time that he does return. For the Titans, uh, AJ Brimson has been cleared to play. He obviously went off last week It saw uh, Jaden Campbell come onto the field, and he starred in the absence of the regular number one. Uh, Jojo Fafeda is out with an ankle injury. That sees Aaron shop into the back line and Tino Asumalewi still suspended. Uh, some Super Coach notes here. Lafayette Camperera continues to score tries. So those who are still holding him after what he was a cheapie to start the year, still finding some late rewards uh, later in the season. He could be a good pod play even. Um, I know the Warriors' defense is very, very good. But at home, the Titans have looked impressive at different stages this year. And I love that combination there with David Fafita down that left side as well. Uh, if I'm having a, a play here, it's probably it's it's too short to back the Warriors um, at, at the dollar thirty-five, but I don't mind the one to twelve. The line is in fact eight and a half, so they're expected to win the Warriors, um, but not expected to be a blowout. Uh, as such, the one to 12, 3 dollars twenty for the Warriors, so I don't mind that. Uh, elsewhere on Friday night, the Panthers are hosting the Melbourne Storm, uh, a rematch of the 2020 grand final. Uh, the last grand final, the Panthers didn't win, uh, which is crazy when you, when you put it that way. Um, some team news very quickly. Zach Hosking, I think he is being named in the centres to replace Tyrone Peachy, so uh, keep an eye on that. Isaac Tangor is in the reserves. Jamin Salmon, uh, who has officially signed with the Bulldogs, he is on the bench for the Panthers. Uh, Melbourne Storm, they welcome back the, the big bopper, Nelson Asofa solomona uh, Ryan Pappenhausen back for the Sunshine Coast Falcons, as we say. Um, look, Penrith just too good last week against the Sharks. Put on an absolute clinic. Uh, at home here against the Storm. I think the Storm will be more competitive than what the Sharks were, but oh, I couldn't tip you into a Melbourne victory here. Um, Jerome Hughes, Harry Grant, they they starred last week and they really put the, the uh, what would you say, they put those on notice who questioned their, their abilities last week. I know there was some, um, not least myself, some people saying that Harry Grant would suffer because NASA's out. Um, I think I even messaged a few people last week saying that I didn't rate uh, Harry Grant and how the Storm have been playing. The middles have been getting dominated. And uh, look, um, they, they silenced me and everyone else up very, very quickly. Harry Grant, a double. I think he scored his highest Super coach score of his career last week. Um, closer to 150 than anything else. So uh, look, that shows you what we know. But uh, that all said, I think that the Panthers probably still too good here for the Storm. Saturday afternoon, footy, rare that we see an afternoon game on the uh, in Townsville at least. Uh, Valentine Holmes, like we say, he is the big news item uh, when it comes to this game. Will he play? Will he not? Uh, he's facing up to four weeks out, but could be cleared. Well, if he is cleared, uh, he will be free to play in this game. So a massive swing for the Cowboys' chances, not only in this game, but for the rest of the season. They need to start putting wins together. I know they put seven or was it six or seven in a row before last week but um, that loss against the titans who are also a top eight contender very very crucial last week um zach labour is probably the one who would replace valentine holmes and i guess elsewhere supercoach relevant news reese robson has been named uh, despite that head knock last week so he will uh, play here we think uh, interesting to see that uh, the back row has changed cohen hess named on an edge in place of uh, Finny Fuiaki, who, look, by his standards, by Nanai's lofty standards, he just couldn't reach that last week. Cohen Hess, I think, was pretty impressive, both through the middle and on an edge. So the Cowboys opting for experience here against the Broncos uh, on that right side. Uh, speaking of the Broncos, Jesse Arthurs is back from suspension. Uh, Brendan Piakura is also back, which sees Dean Mariner out of the side. Uh, Jordan Ricci, uh, he's getting closer to returning from that foot injury, but still not named to play here. Uh, now we head across the, in fact, let me just double-check when this game is. Yes, it is, the 5.30 kickoff. We head across the country to Optus Stadium in Perth, of all places, to see the Dolphins take on the Knights. The Dolphins, the home team here, um, albeit a neutral venue for all of the four teams uh, on show on Saturday night. The Dolphins, look, they would have been pretty disappointed to let that one go against the Bulldogs the other day. Um, Jermaine Sarko, usually a very sharp shooter uh, off the tee, just couldn't nail that final conversion. I think it was blustery conditions there um, at Bundaberg last Sunday. So couldn't nail the, the kick when it matters. Three, they are $3.40 outsiders here, the Dolphins, the Knights, the high-flying Knights, it must be said, scoring points at will, uh, inspired by Kalen Ponga, $1.32. The Knights head-to-head, the line, nine and a half. So I don't mind a bit of that line there about the Dolphins. Um, generally, when they lose, they do lose close. We saw that on the weekend. They're always in at 9.5. It might just be enough for the Dolphins to uh, get the result at the line there. Uh, Cody Nikarima has been named in centers uh, in place of the injured Ewan Aiken, who I think has done uh, an MCL. So we will seek confirmation on that. But for now, Cody Nikorima will play on the right side, we think. Uh, that's where he filled in in that game against the Bulldogs last week. Anyway, Anthony Milford has been named in the 5-8th position. Uh, he looked pretty lively uh, when he came on the field last week. Scored a try. I think he was denied another. Um, in fact, no, he scored a double. Uh, but did play a role in the try that Asako was denied off the off the obstruction call. Conley Lemuelu, still on the Dolphins. He will play in this game. I think there was some concerns over his HIA status. Uh, he did go off. He did fail that. But he has been named to play clearing that he does go through all of those protocols uh, without worry. The Knights, very simple for them. Winning form is good form. They will feel the same squad as they did in round 22. Um, as we say, $3.40 head-to-head, the Dolphins, outsiders, but to give me the line. I do like the Finns in, well, to keep it tight anyway, against the Knights. Still in Perth, Saturday evening, a later game here, uh, the 7.30 kickoff. Uh, the Rabbitohs up against the Sharks. Rabbitohs, very very firm favourites with Top Sport. Dollar twenty five head to head. Sharks four dollars outsiders. Uh, very quickly the team news. Dollar twenty five. Uh, rather, um, yes, yeah, sorry, the line before we get to the team news. The line a massive twelve so, and a half. So we know the bunnies can pe- can put some points on. The sharks have struggled um, keeping points out recently. So twelve and a half. That's probably bang on. Um, make your mind up there. Dollar ninety each of two uh, at twelve and a half. Team news for the Rabbits: Tom Burgess and Michael Cheekam—they're both named to start. Uh, Hame Sele, Jacob Host have been omitted either through injury or form. Uh, Talis Duncan is a name on the bench as well for the Rabbitos. Uh, Latrell Mitchell—he got through that game the other day unscathed. Uh, came back. You could see his influence. It wasn't quite his best game, Latrell. I think he'd be the first to say that, but um, his threat down that left side with Cody Walker—you can see it. And once once he gets maybe you know. Back into gear, um, they get in sync down that left side. I think we already saw AJ score a hat-trick on the weekend. He could be in for games where he scores four, potentially five tries against some of these lesser teams. Um, the Sharks, of Tracy at fullback for them in place of the injured Will Kennedy, as we said at the top, probably expecting to miss the better part of a month, if not four weeks. Um, Due to that hamstring complaint, Uh, Ronaldo Molotalo, he is back on the wing. So just the one week uh, out for Ronaldo with that training mishap as it was diagnosed. Jesse Colquhoun back from suspension uh, for the Sharks here. Uh, Nico Hines, there was some talk that he was going to play fullback potentially, which would have seen uh, the 18th man, still Matt Moylan, named in the halves, the partner Braden Trindle, but that wasn't the case. Uh, We will just keep an eye on this um, game day Late mail because that could be interesting for Nico Hines. I know he has been um, a player which plenty of rushing to sell. I think I said last week there was a question that came in saying, do we go uh, Hines to Johnson or Hines to DCE potentially for those trying to find a pod at this time of year for those head-to-head finals? I just said, look, don't overthink it. Nico Hines, he has been a proven supercoach player, not only this year, but for the past, you know, Uh, two seasons and if you go back further still whenever he had a chance at the Melbourne Storm he generally succeeded so um, don't overthink it with Nico Hines that's still my advice I know he scored somewhere in was it around the 20s or 30s last week it wasn't a great score by his standards but um, I'm not rushing to sell Nico Hines despite the Sharks tough fixtures they do have the Titans next week as well so um, the Panthers game was tough He's, he's losing money, Nico Hines, but money not a factor this time of year. I think I'd rather be playing with Nico than not Um, come the the final three, four weeks as we are in now. Uh, look, give me the rabbits here. I just think they're too good. They'll win. Um, Pending the conditions over there in Perth, if it is like we generally see, flat, fast, uh, dry surface, there could be points on offer here. So, um, for super coaches like you and I, hopefully we do see some of those bigger names fire. Um, we wouldn't mind a, a you know a points fest here in Perth. Um, both of these games, really, Dolphins, Knights, Rabbitohs, Sharks, teams that we know can score points. Um, teams that we know can concede points as well at different stages throughout the season. Sunday afternoon footy. Uh, all of the news around the Parramatta Eels, who will host the Dragons here, it has to be about Dylan Brown. He returns at 5'8", and he was such a super coach star in that early chunk of the season, that, that first third of the year or even the first half of the year before he was suspended um, due to his off-field activities. He is back at 5'8". He could be the spark that the Parramatta Eels are desperately needing. Um, he returns. Uh, Isaac Lumi has been named on the wing. I don't have it in front of me, but I could only assume that's in place of Wonga Blake, who has been terrible, um, and that's putting it nicely for Wonga. Defensively poor. Just always seems to be half a yard behind the play. And, yeah, just Isaac Lumi Lumi. He'll be looking, uh, he'll be looking to uh, improve upon what we've seen from Wonga in the last couple of weeks. In the pack, Joe, Joe offaheng Ryan Madison and Joey Lussick. They all take their place here. That's probably uh, where we're looking for the Eels, the Dragons. Jack DeBellin, he's also at the judiciary tonight, like we said, um, seeking a downgrade on that hip drop charge, which he was charged for. I think much like Holmes, he's facing either three to four weeks out. So um, as news comes to hand later on Tuesday evening as we are here, or uh, first thing Wednesday, you can adjust your teams accordingly if you are playing with Jack DeBellin. Uh, Ben Murdoch-Masilla, he may return from an injury. And Jack Bird, he's floating around the extended squad as well. Don't know what's doing with Jack Bird. So um, if he is injured, he's obviously not playing. If he's out of form or out of sorts with the coach, it's probably even more concerning. But I guess the good news for Jack is getting a new coach next year anyway. So probably um, don't need to overthink that one too much. Uh, last game of the week, the Raiders and the Tigers. Uh, very quickly, just backtracking there on the Eels game. Fur favourites at home, $1.20 head-to-head. Dragons rank outsiders, $4.50. And uh, the Eels are giving away a big start, 13.5 for top sports. So... Um, Eels expected to win, expected to win well. That's Sunday, 2 p.m., Combank. So, for the Eels' sake, hopefully they can pack out the stadium and get back to some of that winning form like they have. Well, they had been historically so good at the Combank Stadium um, since it had been erected. All right, let's round this out. Sunday afternoon, forty down in the nation's capital. The Raiders, $1.27 favourites at home to the West Tigers, who themselves are $3.80 outsiders. The line here with top support, as we record, 11.5, $1.90 each of two. The Raiders, they are giving that away. The Tigers, they are getting the start. Uh, for the Raiders, Jordan Rapana has been named at fullback. Um, Seb Chris in the centers and Nick Kotrich on the wing. So a bit of a reshuffle there in the three-quarter line. Uh, Adrian Trevelyan has been named on the bench. So from memory, it could be very wrong here, but I think he's a hooker. Or a hooker, 5.8 utility, but from memory, he's a hooker. Um, last time I actually think he played was, well, from my memory anyway, was against the Tigers in a trial game last year. I'm sure he's played since, but that was a game that stands out for me. I think he scored a couple of tries in that game. Uh, that's going way back now. West Tigers, uh, Alex Twall replaces Stefano utu Ikamanu in the front row. Sean Bloor has been ruled out with a head knock. Dane Dame no- Dame Laurie, despite a uh, head knock last week, uh, he has been named to play here. So there's your eight games, your team news, all of the key Happenings uh, leading into round 23. Um, Yeah, like we say there, we're probably expecting... There's a couple of games there which you'd think you'd know the result before you turn up. Game of the round for me, I think, pending obviously the result at the judiciary tonight and even probably still without Valentine Holmes there for the Cowboys against the Broncos. Daytime footy in Townsville. Um, I'm looking forward to that. A couple of games in Perth as well. Uh, Expecting or hoping for a big crowd over there at least... Um, to see uh, what should be a good evening and night of rugby league action. All right, all of that considered, let's get into my trades for the week. And for those watching here on YouTube, you can see two names there or two faces, Dallin Watini-Zelezniak and Cody Walker, um, two players that I will be putting into my squad this week. Uh, As you see it here on your YouTube, for those listening on the podcast, uh, don't forget we are on YouTube. Just search Supercoach365, you get all of the podcasts, a couple of visuals as well. Uh, and here's my team 1-17 to as it lines up this week after making two trades. Of course, all of this on the basis that Valentine Holmes is not playing this week as well. Fullback and probably captain, haven't decided at the moment, probably going to be captain though. Would be Latrell Mitchell, Dallin Watini Zelesnia comes into my centre wing slot alongside Ruben Garrick, Joey Manu and Brian To'o, five eighth and vice captain as it stands at the moment. Kalen Ponga, uh, Nathan Cleary at halfback, front rowers Joey Tarpane and Tohu Harris, back row of David Fafita, Briton Nikora and Jermaine Hopgood. Uh, I think I've spelled his name wrong there, but that's fine. Uh, at Hawker as well, if I haven't said it already, Reese Robson. <laughs> A bench of Ronaldo, Molotalo, Jermaine Asako, Cody Walker, and Nico Hines. Um, some non-playing players of note amongst that lot. I think I'm benching Johnny Bateman this week. And Christian Welch. Not that he's really an option there, but um, yeah, that's sort of the way that I'm I'm looking at it at the moment. Uh, two trades this week. Of course, like I said, Dallon Wateni-Zelezniak. Um, and Cody Walker in, and that's on the basis of Valentine Holmes missing this week. So Valentine Holmes will Kennedy out, two trades spent, 18K and 800 in the bank after those two moves, and two trades remaining as well. Um, all in all, like I sort of said, I did Captain Luttrell last week, and it was probably my downfall in the end. dropped about 50 odd points, I think. To do the maths but yeah it was obviously less than Nathan Cleary um haven't decided on a captain this week it is most probably going to be Latrell against uh the sharks um yeah i just think he's the best option for me if i'm not going that way i'd probably be going a vice captaincy on David Fafita and captaining um captaining uh, Nathan Cleary so I think given the the time slot when the Panthers play this week, early in the week on Friday night, it's probably hard and tricky to captain uh, Cleary against the Storm defensively. We probably think that the Storm will aim up more than what the Sharks did last week. And yeah, for me, I think Cody uh, and Latrell that nice combination against the Sharks it could prove dividends. And yeah, if I'm going one or the other, I'd probably be going captain on Latrell rather than Cody. Um, all things considered. There was a couple of other moves I could have made, and, and you know, popular names that I think will obviously play a factor for teams head to head this week and in the weeks to come. Charles Nickel, Klukstar. I think I was about 20k short of him, so that's why I've gone to Dallin. Don't have any other Warriors uh, attacking pieces here, so Dallin, um, high ceiling sort of player that I will like, uh, that I would like to hold. He's probably not as potty as some of the other options I could have went for, but For me, I'm not really too focused on head-to-head finals this year. Um, I haven't really looked at head-to-head the whole year, playing for that overall score, overall rank. So um, Dallin, as much as he is about making some ranks that I've lost, it's probably about not losing too many ranks in the weeks to come as well. All right, before we wrap it up, quicker pod tonight. Um, We will get through a couple of questions here. Probably a good little segue from that chat that I just said there about DWZ or CNK. Question here from Morgan Matho, who says, uh, CNK for homes. Yeah, definitely. I think that's going to be a a very popular trade move this week. Um, If it's not CNK, it's probably Dallin. It's probably Sean Johnson via the Jewels. Um, yeah, the Warriors, if you don't own any of them or if you, you're trying to stack up a few more, that probably looks the most likely option and a popular trade uh, move this week. Riley Milton 4 says, is Preston to Gagai 2 sideways or a good pod move? I don't think that's sideways at all. I think that's a definite trade option this week. Gagai's has just been banging out scores. Um, I don't have his average here in front of me, but I could assume it's probably closer to 75, maybe even upwards. Actually, while I talk, I'll, I'll go grab it. Um, Preston, he's scoring. You know, he's scoring solid enough. Um, Preston there, at the Bulldogs. But I think this time of year, you always got to go the highest ceiling um, player. Gagai is most certainly that. The Knights—they have a great run upcoming. coming. Uh, just back on his average, seventy-one. A three-round average of 74, five-round average of 78. So he's super consistent, Dane Gagai. Uh, they have the Dolphins this week, of course, but then the weeks after that, the Bulldogs, the Bunnies, the Sharks and Dragons. So that's a great little you know, five-week block of fixtures there for Dane Gagai. Not sideways at all. That's a great trade and a great move. I might actually go have a look at that myself if I can get Gagai rather than Dallin. I think the Knights and Warriors draw over the next couple of weeks, pretty um, comparable. Um, Gagai is much more of a pod. I think he's around 2 or 3% owned. So that could be an option. In fact, 2% owned Gagai over DWZ. That's a great move. Riley, thanks for opening my eyes to that one. Uh, Turner 98 says, Manu a must-have. Nah, not really. I was contemplating selling Joey Manu last week. I didn't. In hindsight, maybe I should have. Roosters, they do have a good couple of weeks coming up, though. Um, That Broncos fixture was obviously a tough one, but I know for sure they've got games against both the Dolphins and the West Tigers, both of those games at home as well uh, in the weeks to come. Uh, They have the Manly side this week, obviously, at the SCG, then the Dolphins. They're away then to the Parramatta Eels in round 25. Uh, the Tigers at Allianz, round 26. So if that is your head-to-head grand final week, round 26, is he a must-have, Joey? I'm not going to say he's a must-have. He scored 18 last week, so you see his flaw, Um, but he is definitely someone who has that ceiling and that appeal this time of year. Uh, Another one here from Jack Murdoch says, Murray or Tohu as a last reserve this week? Uh, Tricky, tricky, tricky. I'd probably be going with Cam Murray. Purely on the fact that I think Sharks probably win uh, rather the the rabbits probably win better against the Sharks than what the Warriors do against the Titans, uh, but that's just my gut feeling on that one. Uh, Johnny nineteen triple eight says CNK a must for the run home. Currently sitting in top five hundred overall, loving the potty mate really helped me. Well, he must be listening to what I'm saying and doing the opposite. If he's in the top five hundred and he thinks this podcast is helping him, um, CNK a must for the run home. I'm thinking he's playing overall here. Yeah, look, I'll grab his ownership here, C and K. I just come back to the fact of how many warriors can you have? Um Chan's probably a good option. For me, I think if you're going one of the other, Charns or, or DWZ, probably lean towards Dallin. Chance 24% owned, so he's definitely been well found by those um who are still pushing on this time of year. 24% owned chance, while Dallin, as I look here, is 6% owned. So more of a pod play Dallin, in fact. Uh, I'm going Dallin. Maybe I'm biased because I've traded in Dallin this week. But of those two, I think they're pretty similar in terms of their capabilities. Dallin more likely maybe to score tries than C and K. But for me, if I'm going one or the other, give me Dallin just. It's an absolute um, bee's dick in it. Uh, A couple of others here. Kai Whitmill sends Hines for Johnston. No, not for me. I think proof's in the pudding with Nico over the past two and a half seasons. I think you want to be playing with him more weeks than you wouldn't. Take your point 100%. Warriors fixtures are much better but Nico. We know he's fixture proof. Um, Another one from Kai here says, Holmes for Trail Mitt. Does that make sense to you? Uh yes, if Val is suspended, definitely definitely get in Valentine Holmes or rather literal Mitchell for Valentine Holmes. Uh Lucas Steinmuller says is it time to get rid of Hines? No. <laughs> it's not. There's never there's never time to get rid of Nico. Look, he hasn't been himself. I'll I'll definitely say that, I'll admit that. He has not been anywhere near his best in you know, probably 6 to 8 weeks maybe longer since that uh, origin game which he featured in and for all of five minutes and then didn't play again. Um, Hines, is it time to get rid of him? No. I think we're going to see it. There's going to be a week where he just bounces back, and the Rabbitohs, they've conceded what close to 20 points against the West Tigers last week. Sharks are a better attacking team than the Tigers are, so if the Sharks score four tries this week, Nico's probably got a hand in three of them. If he's doing that, he's still banging out 90 or more, so... I'm not selling Nico Hines. I'm not rushing to sell Nico. Uh, Jack Waden says, Who's more important, Cleary or Johnson? Johnson's run home couldn't get much better. Yeah. Plenty of love for Sean Johnson, and, and rightfully so. He's been phenomenal this year. Great fixtures coming up in the next month and a half or or at least you know four or five weeks. Um, who's better? Who's more important? I think you've got to answer that question yourself. Are you playing for overall? Are you playing head-to-head? If you're going potty, I'd just probably look at the teams that you've still got in your final series. Um, Who do they have least uh, of? Is it Cleary or Johnson? You make your mind up. For me, I think you sit back, you watch that game from Nathan the other day. How can you not think that that's important? Absolutely dominant from first minute until the last. Um, Much like Nico, if, if the Panthers are scoring tries, which inevitably they do, Cleary's playing a massive role. Not to say that Johnson doesn't. Um, but yeah I think naturally I just lean towards Cleary there for mine and the last one here we'll get to tonight like we said shorter pod tonight just trying to cover off on all bases before round 23 as best as we can Uh, last question here from Jack Walden another one from Jack um, says who should my uh, last reserve spot be Tohu or Meanyi don't love this week's fixture for Nick Meany going to Penrith. Um, pretty tricky. I wouldn't be selling Meany, though. I know Pappenhausen's back on the horizon, but it's round 23. Supercoach finals, most likely round 26 by default. If it's round 27, that's, that's not bad. I think the next couple of weeks, the Storm have the Titans, the Raiders, and the Dragons. If you're holding Meany, if you have been holding Meany this long, I'm not selling. Keep him. There'll be weeks where he scores 70s, maybe more. Um, This week, probably not one of those weeks. Tohu against the Titans, look, it's probably a 60, an absolute worst case. Um, But, yeah, Meany at Penrith. We saw last week how tricky it is for even the most elite supercoach players like Nico Hines to go to Penrith and come away with anything more than the bare minimum. All right, let's leave it there for tonight. Absolute rapid-fire podcast tonight. All of our trades, we will put them up on our Instagram on Wednesday. Our final teams as we confirm them on Thursday before kickoff in that Roosters versus Manly game. In the meantime, be sure to follow us on the socials at supercoach365. That's where you'll find us, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. And if you are listening on the YouTube, if you haven't already subscribed, hit the subscribe button, thumbs up, a couple of comments as well. We will get back to them. Round 23, good luck with your teams. See you next week.